Welcome to the Kung Fu Equation, where we solve the world's problems one Kung Fu kick at a time. This is episode two, and we are your hosts, Justin Flinner and Jose Johnson. And we have a new addition this week, and that is you can be a part of the Kung Fu Equation. If you hear this sound during the podcast, Send us a message at My Metro Medicine. That is at My Metro Medicine on Facebook. And let us know exactly at what time during the podcast, if it's 3 minutes and 32 seconds, if it's 10 minutes and 53 seconds, whatever it is, put that in the comment field or just send us a direct message and let us know that you actually heard the sound within the podcast and you will win a chance to be on our next episode. And you can ask us any question you'd like. And... This week's episode is going to focus on what exactly is the Kung Fu equation. And I'm going to pass this off to Jose to start us. Jose? Hey, Justin. You know, I came up with this idea of the Kung Fu equation a number of years ago. I was doing some uh, personal study and then some teaching on concepts of, uh, you know, what, what is the science of success? What's the science of developing skill? And I, I first got interested in it by uh, reading a book by Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, and he, he mentioned something called the 10,000-hour uh, rule. And in that book, you know, it, it kind of it struck me. It's like, oh, wow, what, what they're talking about in here is what I've always been taught that, that the word kung fu or gong fu uh, means it's you know because it, it doesn't mean martial arts like most people think you know kung fu or, or the word gong fu means martial arts in Chinese and it doesn't it just means a skill that you've attained through time and and hard work so I, as I started to read more about the science and the research of what it takes to get successful I'm like man this is the same stuff and I just put this together as a as a more simplistic way of explaining to people. You can get good at anything if you apply this equation. And the fundamental equation is just the concept of you got to put in the right amount of time and you've got to put in the right amount of effort. And if you do that, then you're going to get the same result, which is going to be mastery. Right. So uh, that, that fundamental of time, energy is Kung Fu. Kung Fu is, is mastery. And you can apply this to physical skills, mental skills, business skills, relationship skills, it's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same, I agree. And I remember in my years back in China, just walking around town and people using this phrase from time to time and they would talk about it in things completely different from Kung Fu. So for example, a bus driver, they would say this person is a really good driver so they have Kung Fu. A chef is really good at cooking certain types of food so obviously they also have Kung Fu. So it really is about the time and effort that one puts into something. Now taking it a step further, 
there is something that is about the quality of the time and the effort that we put into something. Not just the time and effort itself, but I mean, I could be sitting on my sofa watching TV, shoving potato chips in my mouth and going through the movements of one of the forms that I learned yesterday from someone. And I could say that, yeah, I'm practicing. I'm just doing it in my own way. Obviously, the quality of that is not so great. So what do you have to say about the quality of practice and the quality of time and effort, Jose? Yeah, well, yeah, that that's a, a really interesting thing because you know, we've been taught all our lives that, you know, practice makes perfect. And, uh, you know, that was that was a saying that was drummed into everybody's head, whether it was, uh, you know, you're, you're learning to play an instrument, like you, know, you and I both uh, are musicians as well as uh, uh-huh. the other things that we do. And, you know, you got to practice, you got to practice. Or, you know, if you're playing baseball, you know, you need to practice. Right. So everything is about practice. But people really don't understand how to get the best results out of your practice. And it was always practice more. I mean, I remember being in, in the School of Music at Ohio State and, you know, spending hours in the practice room and not getting much better. Uh, and, you know, a lot of other people, you know, they just say, man, I'm practicing six hours a day, so I'm practicing eight hours a day, and I'm not getting any better. Well, we start to reach a point of fatigue. And if you're just doing something, and by, by fatigue, I mean mental fatigue, when, you, when you're not fully engaged, you're just basically doing what they call repetitive practice. You're just going through the motions. Exactly. And, you know, it will, that will, will make whatever you're doing permanent. Um, but then there's the concept of deliberate practice. And deliberate practice is different in that it's all about being completely engaged in the process. You have a very specific outcome that you're looking for, you have a very specific procedure, and you're completely engaged in the process, mentally, physically, emotionally. And that is the practice that that makes improvement. So uh, that was uh, like a, a uh, eye-opening thing and, and you know once once you start to understand that and you start to see it everywhere uh, so the the concept was was a uh, uh, first I heard about it through this guy uh, K Anders Erickson who's mm-hmm. the science scientist who's done uh, psychologist who's done um, a lot of research on the uh, the science of success and uh, his book Peak is a tremendous book so if, if you haven't read Peak you need to read it by K Anders Erickson Erickson with a C um, it's it's phenomenal book but um, as I was talking with uh, some of my musician friends uh, some very very high level players and uh, they were all saying yeah you know I tell my students you should practice all day, but never more than like ten minutes at a at a chunk, you know, because you start losing focus, and then once you lose focus, you're really not making the improvement. So it's it's better to practice a hundred times a day for ten minutes than it is to sit in a practice room for five hours at a clip. Uh, you know, you're not going to make as much. You don't make as good progress if you're practicing in those long chunks of time because most of the time you're you're not doing deliberate practice. The deliberate practice is essential. And 
when we're looking at the repetitive practice, I think there is value in each of the different forms of practice. So the repetitive practice, I believe, would be valuable in the sense of one trying to develop, say, a new routine, say, in their lifestyle. They want to change their diet. They may not enjoy the, uh, the actual process at the very beginning, but they know that they're working towards a certain goal and they're trying to keep themselves focused on that. So the repetitiveness right. and also the deliberateness is sort of intertwined in that mm -hmm. kind of an approach. So we need to, uh, listeners, all of you out there, you need to remember that what we're discussing is not that you have to be so focused on what it is that you're actually doing, that this is what you want to achieve. No. There are certain levels, and of course, if you're trying to work on something that is extremely challenging, extremely difficult, and definitely long-term, like Jose and I could not be uh, at the level that we are in terms of martial arts if we were just practicing overnight. We can't do that in a week. That takes a long time, and we have to remain focused. So the repetitiveness is something that we have to maintain, but there is also the mindset, if you will, that we have to... Uh, make sure that we're constantly reflecting on and also uh, nourishing in a way. So, do you agree? Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, the way I look at repetitive practice, repetitive practice is establishing. To me, it's about establishing a habit, and it's about uh, developing uh, like the grit, the willpower, mm -hmm. the consistency, and that's an important factor. Uh, and that's where, where things become ingrained. But it's the deliberate, it's the mindful practice, because, you know, that's the big buzzword this, uh, these days, uh, is mindfulness. It's being completely present in the moment. Uh, that kind of deep practice work, that's where the improvement comes in. But then it's the repetitive practice that helps to reinforce and ingrain that new information so yeah there there is a kind of a balance between the two now in one of the videos that you had uh put up a long time ago it was you also had an element of purposeful practice mm -hmm. what did you mean by that well you have you, you have to have a goal in mind uh the practice has to have a purpose and when and sometimes I use purposeful or deliberate as uh, interchangeable concepts. They're just basically different facets of the same thing. Uh -huh. um, you know, if if you're practicing without, if you're doing anything without a purpose, it's aimless. Mm -hmm. And you know, you may get lucky, and you know, attain some level of, of success out of it, but the more clear you are on the outcomes and your approach, your, your, your methods, mm -hmm. then the more consistent your results are going to be. Yeah, definitely. The clearer we are in what it is that we actually want to achieve will help us to ultimately determine how successful we are at, quote-unquote, solving this Kung Fu equation. So it's not just the elements of what you put into the equation. It's also the quality and uh, I think there's also a level of refinement. So when you're trying to solve an equation, yes, there are certain parts on each side. Maybe one side has the answer or the goal and the other side has all of the pieces that are needed to actually achieve it. And we must be able to remember that each part of uh, the side that contains all of these pieces that we need to accomplish are interchangeable. We may find that one doesn't work, 
so the equation doesn't uh, become solved in the way that we had hoped it would. Uh, so we have to take out these parts. For example, like I maybe four days of uh, weightlifting doesn't necessarily help me reach my goal. It actually hurts me in the process because it's a little too much. I can't find the time to regain my strength com uh, in combination with the other training that I'm doing. So just using a physical example. But I think the parts of the equation are uh, removable, interchangeable, I mean, any way that we want to look at it. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess, you know, in, in retrospect, I probably should have used the word formula as opposed to equation uh, because, uh, you know, I think like of uh, a formula or a recipe, uh, there, there's also that, that quality of ingredients concept. Uh -huh. But, uh, you know, even like uh, with, with computers, you know, it's a big thing in the computer world, you know, uh, garbage in, garbage out. Mm -hmm. So... If, if the information that you're putting into your uh, equation is not, like you're saying, if it's not quality information, if it's not the right information, then the then the result is going to be skewed because you know you're, you're you have the wrong approach to practice. Your your uh, your intensity is too high. So there's so many different things that could they could go on there. There's this is a very simplistic way of looking at things. It's a lot deeper than that, but. Uh, you know, but this is the foundation, and, and when you when you can understand that this is the foundation, then you can start taking each of the different components. So if you want to take the concept of uh, of the effort, the 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 effort that you're putting in, the deliberate mm -hmm. practice. Well, what are the things that make up deliberate practice? And right. you know, so there 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 are ways that you can break down each component into smaller and smaller chunks to refine. Uh, refine your equation, refine the process, refine the results that you're getting. I think another important aspect of this equation is the fact that it is a living equation. It is constantly changing. It is constantly shifting because your goal might be one thing one day and then another day it's going to transform into something else. Uh, hopefully it's along the same lines and you're not just bouncing back and forth from one goal to another because you weren't successful in achieving it in three days as opposed to three years, which is what the original time period should have looked like. Uh, so mm -hmm. th the living aspect of the equation is we have to be able to understand that, I mean, this is life. Things change. Things come in, uh, things come in front of us to create obstacles, and we have to be able to move around them. And that is part of the process. That is a part of the learning process for us as individuals and understanding that if we really, really, really want to achieve that answer or uh, uh, complete that formula, as you're saying, then we have to be flexible. Yeah, yeah, and you know it, it's because it, it's it's a standard concept. Right? This is how anything works. Um, you can you you apply this on a day to day basis because, like you know, today uh, the most important thing for me was uh, to get this podcast time set aside. You know, and so uh, applying my time and energy on this thing that we're doing together at this moment. And later on today, it's going to be spending some uh, some quality family time. And tomorrow, I've got other things that I have to deal with. But each day, the different facets of my life, it's still about the equation. How do I get the best results 
out of whatever it is that I'm doing. Well, it's, you know, putting in the time, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're a married man, you've got kids, and, uh, you know, if you don't spend enough time with your family, then that relationship's going to suffer. Now, know, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I know. So, but, but, you know, you, but then there are people, it's like they'll spend, you know, well, I spent all weekend with my family. But, yeah, you were home all weekend, but, you know, 90% of the time you were on the phone or you were watching TV or you're doing something. So you, you had, you know, a quantity of time, but not the quality of time. So, you know, when you're dealing with family, it, it's that balance. But, but then, you know, today is about your family. But if you just spend all your time with your family and not any time on your business, then your business is going to suffer. So it's, you know, wherever you need to put your energy at that point is put the right amount of energy for the right amount of time to get the right amount, the right kind of result. I think we are at a good place to now move in a slightly different direction, maybe even backtrack a little bit. So we've talked about the equation itself and ultimately what it means uh, as the Kung Fu equation. What are some key parts of this equation? And let's just bring it back a little bit, maybe a little bit broader focus in terms of life. What are some key elements of this equation that for people who are just starting or trying to understand what this equation is, but also how they can improve their lives or maybe just improve their Tai Chi practice, for example, what are some of the things that we know must be included in this equation? Yeah, well, I mean, the the first ones are the the obvious ones, right? The time, you, you got to put time in, you, you uh, you can't just wish it into being so you have to put in the work um, now the amount of work is going to be dependent upon the result that you're trying to get and you know your starting point and things like that so if you, you know if you're already you know let's say you know, you're interested in, in increasing your uh, becoming a, 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 a athletic Taiji practitioner like you and I were mm-hmm if, if you came into your first class and, you know, you'd already been doing, you know, maybe other martial arts or other sports or dance or, you know, something, some sort of movement art, and you already have a basic level of physical fitness, well, you're, you're going to be starting at a, at a point. Um, somebody who came in who maybe has not done anything, you know, maybe they're having some health issues, well, they're going to start at a different point. And so... You know, sometimes you have to make up time, you know, to catch up to someone else. If you're, you know, looking at someone else as a as a as a marker, so you know, if if you can't touch your toes, well, you know, to get the flexibility, you need to be a, a high level Taiji athlete. Then you you've got a lot of ground to catch up. If you're already flexible, well, you don't need to spend that time on that specific specific skill. So you can work on something else. So right. you know, it, it's putting in the time. Um, the you know the effort is going to be the quality of that practice, and and that's going to be broken down into your personal uh, commitment to what you're doing. You know your level of focus, your level of uh, personal accountability. You know how how tough are you on yourself? Are you going to accept less than the best that you can do? Uh, are you are you going to be too tough on yourself? Right? That's that's actually a, a bad one too. Um, so, you know, finding that right ratio of uh, the amount of effort you have to put in. 
Uh, then you right. have to think about the, the quality of information. You know, if you have really good information, it's going to make it a lot easier for you to make the kind of progress you need to make because you're getting, you know, you're being told and, and instructed in the most efficient and effective way to get the skills that you need. So you've got the time, you've got the, the energy, the quality of your practice, the quality of your information. Those, if, if you think about those, just even those four things, then you're, you're on your way to making tremendous change. Um, and so the what accountability I thing. Is, is the, the accountability thing is, is the uh, probably the key thing, the feedback, because you got to get feedback from yeah. yourself, honest feedback from yourself, honest feedback from, you know, like your coach. If you, know, you have a good teacher, a good teacher is going to say, no, that wasn't the best you could do. No, this is the way you should do it. And, right. you know, so so those that's that's another one of the key components. You need that critical feedback. Yeah, that's that's an important part, too, because, uh, number one, not everybody is open to that kind of feedback. So there's a bit of uh, mental exercise there, if you will, to learn more about yourselves and you have to be open to that fact. But what I'm seeing here, uh, and I'm sure maybe the listeners are seeing the same thing, is that this Kung Fu equation, probably the best place to start is to have the answer, so to speak. And that would be like the goal. So similar to goal setting in like what well, a lot of wellness coaches and whatnot do, they're, they're starting off with what is it that you want to achieve? Because you yeah. can put all of these pieces together. You can put in the time and the effort and do things. But you have, if you have no direction, if you have no idea what it is that you're doing and how you're going to get there, then there's no point. You're just doing things just for the sake right. of doing them. So if we mm -hmm. start with a goal in mind, and you can use the basic approach, the SMART goals, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound, using those elements to first develop your goal and then to understand, like Jose is saying, that the uh, – the time and effort that you put in for all of the necessary pieces. So what are the actual pieces that you need to complete the other side of the equation that you can ultimately lead towards achieving that result, that goal that you want to achieve? And that is where uh, we believe that this equation can really help you in all aspects of your life. So what is it that you're doing, say, for your Tai Chi practice? Are you doing your basics? Are you touching your toes? Or are you... and this is painful for me to say, getting your head to your toe because I haven't done it for a long time and, and I'm not in a place to try that right now. Are you? Oh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, you learn through the years what works for you at that particular time and then as you grow, you start to uh, transform things into your own uh, understanding. So, again, start with your goal and then that is one side of the equation. The other side of the equation, where is the time and effort going to be placed? And also, which parts of that side of the equation are you not placing your time and effort appropriately? It could be in your family life, as Jose mentioned earlier. So you need to take a break for your family. You need to take a break for yourself. Take a vacation. So don't always do, 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 do. But uh, I guess when you reach the stage that uh, Jose and I are, then you realize that you're actually practicing it 24-7, no matter where you are or what you're doing, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I feel like when 
you look at that, you know, like you're saying, you're looking at both sides of the equation. So um, you can, in many ways, like reverse engineer things. So right. if you, you start with, okay, here's the result that I want to get. Okay, well, what are the components that I need to plug in? What are these variables that I need to plug in to make this work? Um, and that's I, a lot of times that that's that's the best way to do it is to you know start with the end in mind and then figure out what resources you have to work with and plug them in. So I know that for myself when I was you know when I was competing, it would be okay. I need to get to I need to learn this new routine or I need to improve this specific skill, and I need to have it where I need it to be by this time. So I have that very strong time constraint. So, well, if I've got six months to get myself into that position, then that means that during those six months, I'm going to have to really maximize my practice sessions because I only have six months to do it. So everyone has got to, you know, be like 100%, you know, I I, I can't slack. Uh, If I've got a year to do it, well, then I can... Maybe not half, you know, I can either say, all right, over the year, I'm going to work, you know, 75% as hard, uh, you know, still doing the deliberate practice. So when I'm in the practice hall, I'm still, you know, focused on whatever it is, but I can take a little more time off. I can, I can be a little more judicious about how I spend my time. If I've got six weeks to do it, then it's got to be like super, super intense. So when you start to, to look at, at that, that the, uh, you know, what is it you're trying to accomplish? What's a time frame you have to work with? Then that starts to drive that equation on, on which one you need. You know, do I need to put more uh, energy in? Do I need to put more time in? Do I need to have more feedback? So it starts to uh, make, like you are saying earlier, makes the equation more alive, right? Because each situation is going to be different. But that, uh-huh. that, that end result is so crucial. And I think the other one, and you and I have talked about this one a lot, is the why, you know, right. it's like, it's the, it's the, yes. what, what do you want to get? But it's like, why do you want to get it? Because that's the thing that's going to really help you to, um, keep your focus when you're doing that. You know, I, I remember, uh, Madam Wong, one of our, our mutual teachers, uh, was talking about ugly Kung Fu, right? The ugly practice makes a beautiful <laughs> performance. You know, when you have that big why, when you, you know, when you're out on the floor, training and sweating and hurting and wanting to be anywhere else but where you are at that moment uh it's that why that gets you through yeah if you don't understand what gets you out of bed in the morning which is one of my favorite questions to ask what is it that gets you out of bed if you don't understand why you will get up every day and put energy towards doing the things that you do then go back to bed, <laughs> ultimate, because it, once you can amplify the why, then there's nothing that can get in your way. It doesn't matter what challenges, what obstacles. You have a clear sense of purpose in your life. Now, it may be a short-term goal. It may be a long-term goal. It may be a lifelong goal. Uh, whatever type of goal it is, just as you said, 
it really is essential that you understand why you're doing what you're doing. What is the reason that you are getting up and trying to eventually put your head to your toe? I mean, that's a stage in the process. That's a step that you have to complete. And once you do that, what's next and why? So always, always, always asking questions. I find myself personally asking myself more questions than providing more answers. And I do the same in my classrooms. I often ask questions. Why? Because, well, I'm curious what other people are thinking, but also it helps me to understand by hearing other people's perspectives what it is they're doing and how I can use that to understand further what I am doing. Yeah, I mean, the questions are the key. you know, it, it's not, it, it, and it isn't about the answer because if you if you continue to ask questions, you eventually discover the answer yourself. Right. right? Because, I agree. Because the, the answer is always in the question. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when when you're whether it's you know training as a martial artist, whether it's trying to improve your health, trying to improve, improve your relationships, trying to improve your improve your business, right? You use that equation. It's like, you know, how much time do I need to put in? How much energy do I need to put in? When do I have to get this done? And why am I trying to do this? Why is this so important to me? Right? When you use that and you and you understand that that it's consistent in every aspect. Right. You've got the key. It's like you know, one of those master keys that uh, the janitors have, you know, that can unlock every door <laughs> in the building. Right. You've got the key. Um, so it's, it, it's, but it, it's amazing to me. And uh, I don't know if, if you've experienced this, and I'm sure you have, but um, a lot of times when, when people, they don't understand that it's, a, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same process that you need to go through. But what they, what they think, as a teacher, I've seen this so much, that people who have skill, who have Kung Fu in something, like, you know, uh, I have, when I was running my school, I had a lot of professionals in my school, not professional martial artists, but uh, people like doctors, lawyers, CEOs, you know, things like that, high-level professionals, people who had super skills in something not martial arts mm-hmm. and they would come to the school and they would get so freaking frustrated because they were so good at their job but they sucked at tai chi <laughs> and <laughs> this they is couldn't true. understand this is true it's like why can't i do this it's, does you know, not I'm, compute I'm, does not compute <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah you're so good at what you you, you're so good at what you do because you you've got kung fu. You you've spent time and energy getting that good, but that skill doesn't translate immediately over to the physical skill. Exactly. The methods do. Right? The the equation does. But yes, if you've spent you know 25 years being a surgeon, you know those surgery skills are not going to translate. But if you went back and say, hey, if I approach my Tai Chi practice the same way I did med school, then in 25 years, I'd be just as good in, in Tai Chi as, as I am right now in in my, my medical skills. But right. but people don't, they, they lose track of the grind, the effort, the work, the, the methods that they use to get to where they are. They just think, well, I'm great at this. I should be great at everything. 
Yeah, there's a well, there's a bit of a that's like we talked about I think last time was a SPD uh, that self perception disorder kind of thing that mm-hmm. it's like I am good at this thing, aren't I? And then they realize that they're struggling and they don't really quite know how to interpret that struggle. It's like what 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 is this? Why is my body not? Why am I putting my right foot forward in, instead of my left foot? I mean that should be simple. You should have learned that when you were an infant. Uh, so. It really is a process of being humble, uh, understanding who you are, and coming back to the the why equation. Why exactly are you doing this? And I think that would be a great place for us to extend the conversation into another episode, the why aspect. So what is your why? Uh, A lot of people are talking about it, but I think we can hit a bit closer on it given uh, the background that the two of us have. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I might yeah, and my hope is that from today's conversation, that you know everyone can sit back and look at the areas in their life. Uh, you know, you can either look at the areas in your life that you um, are looking to in, improve on. Let's say you know you you want to start a new career, or you want to pick you know start playing an instrument, or you know you want to start doing you know Chinese martial arts, whatever it is, and and start with that end in mind and say, okay, well, you know, I'm going to have to put in some time and I'm going to have to put in some energy and, you know, start figuring out how to, to carve it out, carve out the time and the energy in your life. Right. Or, you know, you also look at, maybe look at something that you're already doing that you're not getting the results that you want to get and say, what part of this equation is missing? You know, is it that I'm not putting up in enough time? Is it not enough energy? Is it, I don't have the right kind of uh, you know, I don't have the right kind of feedback. I don't have a, I don't have a coach. Uh, yeah, I, I find it amazing how many people, uh, I used to laugh at the, the term life coach. And, you know, now that that's actually what I'm doing, <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, boy, I, I was a dummy back then because, you know, as a musician, I always wanted to have the, you know, I want to have the best trumpet teacher. Uh, as a martial artist, I sought out uh, the best martial arts teachers. Um, you know, so, you know, why wouldn't I want to do that for my business, my career, my, my relationships? You know, it, exactly. You, you need coaching in everything that you do. You, you need someone mentoring. You need somebody who's been there before and can, and can help you to, to make the right decisions. So, you know, and that, that's and true. I think for a lot of people, that's, that's the, the, the missing key is, you know, they'll work hard and they'll put into the time, but they just don't have the guidance and, uh, you know, figuring out what what's missing in that equation. Make sure you plug all the holes, and that that's the only way you're going to get where you want to be. That's exactly right. And for all of you listeners out there, uh, number one, that's why we're here. We're here to help you. We're here to bring you new information, new ideas, so that you can actually achieve these goals that you have in your life, in your practice. But if you have specific questions for us, whether it's personal or not, uh, you can always reach out to Jose and I, either individually or together, uh, to share your question with us, and we can provide you with some insight. No problem. We're happy to do that. And I believe, uh, to close this out, I think that, number one, we should give you a bit of an assignment, if you will, and that is, what is 
at the end of your Kung Fu equation? What is it that you ultimately want to achieve? And where are you placing your time and your effort right now? And also, where should you be if you feel it's not adequately placed? So take a look in your own life and really examine yourself to see, is this really what I want? And am I doing what I need to get there? So Jose, do you have any uh, final thoughts for everyone? Oh man, you just summed it up right there. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just it it sounds like a chore to you know take stock of things and to you know monitor things, but hey, this is your life, you know, and, and yeah. we'll spend more we'll spend more time, uh, you know, what uh, reading the stats of the of the last baseball game or basketball game or you're checking on your foot your fantasy football team. Uh, then we right. will planning out our life and really critically thinking about how can we get the best out of what we've got. So, you know, yeah, I mean, this it. is you get one life, you get one chance. I mean, I did a podcast a while back on how people should stop complaining. That's a whole other topic. But if you really want to make a change and you are uh, yearning for it and you s- keep getting signs pop uh, some signs are popping up in your life saying hey you should make a change you probably shouldn't do that anymore or you keep getting injured doing something then maybe this is the perfect time for you to actually examine your why examine what it is you want to achieve and re-examine what it is that you're doing to get you where you want to go yeah so and when, when you start using this equation it, when it becomes the part of the way you think, like it right. has for me, like it has for you, um, then you really don't have to think about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just that's your natural thing. It's like okay, if I want to do this, then I know I need to put in you know time, energy. I need to find someone to help me along the way. Okay, and then mm-hmm. you just start you start doing your thing. So right, uh, yeah. If you get into the habit, you start practicing practicing, then uh, you're going to start to see those results and. You know, I, I'm actually looking forward to hearing from people on, you know, what what kind of results they're getting and, and how this concept might be beneficial to them in, in improving the quality of their lives. So listeners out there, if you have any ideas, any feedback, any thoughts on what it is that we discussed today in our podcast, please share them with us on social media, uh, either on My Metro Medicine's page, where hopefully if you heard the sound that was during this podcast, that you can write down that timestamp within 24 hours of it actually being announced and published, then we will actually reach out to you and call you so that we can get you on our next episode. So again, if you have any feedback or any anything, please, please, please provide that to Jose and I. We would love to hear what it is that you have to say. And don't forget to follow us on all of these podcast platforms, whichever one you listen to. Make sure you listen to it 10 times. And every time you listen to it, go to a different platform. We're on Google Podcasts. We will eventually be up on Apple Podcasts as that gets uh, pushed through the system. Uh, We're on Spotify. We're on some various other ones, Breaker, Pocket Casts, etc. You can find us now almost all over the entire web. We're getting there slowly but surely. We're getting there. So thank you all so much for tuning in this week to episode two of the Kung Fu Equation, where we solve the world's problems one Kung Fu kick at a time. So on behalf of Jose and I, we thank you very much for being a part of this journey. All right. Thanks, Justin. And everybody, just get to work. (laughs) Right there with you. Get to work. Okay. Until next time.